Welcome to Thriving in Construction, the podcast. Our special guest in our episode today holds a PhD in civil engineering with specialization in operations research and a master in science in systems engineering, both from University of Maryland College Park. He also holds a bachelor in science in industrial engineering from Universidad Católica Andrés Bello Caracas in Venezuela. Our guest has served as endowed chair, most Department of Construction Management, College of Engineering and Computer Science in Florida International University since 2018. But before that appointment, he served as Director of Industry Relations and Faculty in the Construction Management Department at FIU. And now, let me introduce you to Dr. Jose Faria, the Chair of Florida International University Construction Management Department. Hello, hello, hello. Here we are again. Uh, thank you for joining our podcast, Thriving in Construction, the podcast. And I have somebody very special. We have collaborated in numerous, numerous ways. And I always say special because all the guests that we have, everyone that comes to our podcast is special and has a different contribution in our industry. And uh, this is uh, quite interesting. You are uh, one that make such a difference because you work in the education system, in the university system, basically in charge of the construction program for the Florida International University. And so, Dr. Farias, my respect. I am very grateful for you to be here. I mean, we're friends and, uh, and have collaborated in different efforts. We're part of the Industry Advisory Board for Construction. And so I am very grateful for your time to be here and cannot wait to, for our listeners to hear what you have to share about the construction industry. So please introduce yourself. Tell us about you. Tell us. I know, but they don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Patricia, for the invitation. I'm very grateful to be here. It's always a pleasure to interact with you. Uh, as you know, I am the endowed chair of the Moss Department of Construction Management at Florida International University. We're part of the College of Engineering and Computing. Uh, in my department, we have a bachelor's in construction management. We have a master's in construction management, which you are a product an of. An alum, yeah. Long uh, time ago. Very proud, and you, we can see the, the wonderful uh, result of uh, the education. We have also a PhD in different uh, departments. We do in collaboration with others because we don't have a PhD program in, in our department per se. We have a certificate program in construction trades. This is a program where we provide construction training to individuals who need it the most, completely free for them. We give them the education, we give them opportunities to shine, and we basically change their lives. That's awesome. In an environment that we're living where there's so much shortage of labor, how much impact have you been able to measure from that program uh, on, in terms of workforce development? Oh, it has been extremely successful, extremely successful. We have trained around 800 individuals in the different trades in uh, carpentry, electrical, plumbing, concrete. We have now started a apprenticeship program in solar panel installation 
And our latest uh, program I mean, is in management of construction. It's a project management. So we're very, very excited about the future. So this program, for someone to join this program, what's the process? Well, the, the program is designed to individuals who are not looking for a four-year degree. It's more aimed to the labor force, aimed to people who have a low income. So those who, who are coming back from the, uh, the, the justice system, coming back into the society, uh, those who, who have served in the military and want to come back into a different background, those who are coming back from the foster care system, and uh, those who may not have enough income to go and attend college, those are the ones that we welcome into the program. Basically, you go to our website, cm.fiu.edu, and then look for the certificate program in construction trades. There is an application, fill the application online. And if the person qualifies, meaning they have a low income, they know how to read and speak in English, and they can uh, work, we will contact them to start the training process. And the training is uh, in person at FIU? Yes, the training is in person, but not at FIU. We, we teach at the community center. We go to the location where the individuals need the training. So we have partnered with Camillo's House, with other homeless shelters, with churches, with uh, libraries, with other institutions around the Miami-Dade, and, and, and we're expanding into Broward also, uh, into the county where the individuals need the training. So they don't have to to look Travel. for tra yeah, transportation. Uh, we minimize the reasons not to attend. That's very interesting because typically one of the biggest problems or biggest challenges people have not to attend is the logistic, how do I get there? Yes. And many times they don't have cars, they don't have the time, they don't have the money. And so, so let's say um, you, you wait for the person to register and then you define the location or you tell them, the person that registered, we have X number of locations that we cover through Miami-Dade County and you have to go to this one that is closer to you. Correct, yes. We, we have been blessed by applying to different grants and the grants are specifically targeting certain zip codes. So we identify location on those zip codes where we provide the training and depending on where the individual lives, we connect them to the closest location. And so if I, uh, we have a nonprofit that we're, we wanna do the same thing, yeah. but if I wanna partner with you, what do I have to do? Do we, um, if, if we wanna have an impact in a, a, how do we partner? How do we partner or how does another company partner with, with FIU? Well, there, there are many ways to, to partner. Uh, if you're a nonprofit organization that is interested in providing this type of training and you have a location, you can contact us. We can work out an agreement where we may rent your location and then provide the training over there. If you are a company that wants to provide funding for this program, you can also come give us a gift. We will recognize your name and we will use that funding to provide the training to the community. 
So the community does not have to pay anything. This is completely free to them. That's, that's awesome. That's awesome. And you also said you go into the prison system too to try to give yes. people. What percentage of the people that you have been um, training in this program has been from the justice system? Well, the justice system uh, started not too uh, long ago. So it may be a, a smaller percentage, maybe about five to 10 percent. Uh, and, but we are looking into expanding in the correctional system because we know that those individuals really need to have a background, really need to have the knowledge to succeed. And by, as you know, construction, it's a very uh, good way to earn a living. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, that's so much of what we're looking into doing, you're already doing. So definitely uh, we would want to partner with, with that program because it's, it's already operational. And we see that our industry can transform lives. Yes. And so I'm very grateful that you are doing this with homeless and also in the, in the prison system. Yes, it, it, it's all possible thanks to the very, um, the, the, the very generous donation of the Lenar Foundation. They gave us the seed money to start the program uh, we started four years ago, and yeah. uh, they they were very clear to us that you know we'll give you the money, but you need to grow it on your own. So we have applied for grants at the state level and at the federal level, and with those grants, we have been able to grow the program. We are now offering in Spanish and in English in multiple locations across the the Miami-Dade County. That's awesome. How, what percentage of women do you have in this program? We have about 40% of women in the, in the program. Uh, we also target those uh, single moms that need to have a new opportunity. We have partnered with the uh, Lotus House that's specifically for women. And, uh, you know, we're very proud to see how they have uh, engaged into the program. They graduate from the program and some of them even start their own business somewhat related to construction. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. And uh, we're going to see in the years to come the, the difference that the industry has made. And th there's not a better time to be in the construction industry. There's Absolutely. so much work out there and not enough people to do it. So much money out there in for construction, so much work, not enough people. And you not only have are impacting, FIU is impacting and the Lennar Foundation from the perspective of workforce development, university level. What are the challenges that you're seeing? I don't think we're graduating enough people. How do we bring more people in our industry so that we can satisfy the need that we have for project managers, superintendents at any level? That's a very, very good question. Uh, we have a construction management program that has about 400 students. We graduate about 100 students every year between bachelors and masters in construction management. And uh, we maintain that number of enrollment because we want to provide a very good education. So our student to faculty ratio has to be very effective. So they feel, the students feel that they are getting a good uh, experience through the program. Increasing the number of uh, graduates will mean increasing the number of faculties, which will mean 
you know, additional space, additional budget. And right now, I think uh, the university system is seeing a decrease in uh, funding. So it, it's a challenging time. Uh, in order to increase our production of students, we will need a, a higher budget from the state. In decreasing funding? Uh, really? Yes, yes. There, there, there has been some uh, budget cuts uh, lately that have uh, impacted university-wide our operation. So we need more people and, are, and we're decreasing funding. I'm not, I, I don't understand this. Because people that will be contributing more to the, to, the, to the community, what can companies do? Well, we also rely on funding that comes from private, uh, private companies. We, we have an industry advisory council, which your company is part of it, and we're very grateful for their donations. We use the money that we raise through those donations to increase our faculty, to hire adjuncts, to participate in student competitions, to provide faculty with uh, professional development opportunities, traveling conferences, and so on. So that's another way to help the educational system. From your perspective, what's the biggest challenge the construction industry faces? right now and moving into the future? Well, I think the, the, the biggest challenge is the implementation across the board of the new technologies that are coming, uh, 3D printing, uh, the artificial intelligence, the robotics in construction, all these systems that are very sophisticated and have been used for a long time in the uh, manufacturing industry are now making their way into construction. So I think adopting that technology, realizing that that is the way of the future, is the, the biggest long-term block in construction. In short term, I think you are right. The problem is to fill those gaps in the, in the companies because there is more work than people to do it. Why do you do what you do? Why do you... I know teaching is caring. I know sharing is caring. Um, why do you spend your time and your life teaching others? Well, I think it's very fulfilling to teach others what you know, to see how they grow, how they are great professionals, uh, to get that phone call. Hey, remember me because of you now I have this position in this company and I'm very grateful. Those kind of stories uh, move my heart. And, and that is the main reason why I chose uh, academia. What has been the story with a student that has mostly impacted you at the personal level? Wow. Well, I, I, um, I, I think uh, there are several. Uh, there is one student who uh, was doing very well in, in his uh, studies, and then all of a sudden it started to drop and drop and drop. And I, I called him and said, you know, what is the problem? He said, well, I got divorced. I lost my house. I'm sleeping out there. You see that car? That's where I live. Mm. And uh, I was able to guide him, provide uh, additional resources through the university. And that person was able to get out of that difficult situation into a better one. I am also very proud to, to have seen students who started in the bachelor's in construction management starting to move into the master's and they want to go for a PhD. You see their interest, their passion, their, you know, their, their persistence 
and 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 that interest in, in moving forward that that is very fulfilling to me that's amazing that you can have that level of impact in a, in a human in, in somebody's life it's 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 got to be so rewarding absolutely absolutely it, it, it's wonderful to see that students who were shy in the classroom later become great executives with great confidence doing great things out there in the construction field you know it's really satisfying and you think about it, you're in the education business, but you're really constructing lives. Absolutely. You know, it's a, it's an oxymoron. It's like what, what I, I always say that we're in the construction industry. I'm a general contractor, but we're really in, in the people building people. Building people. Because we cannot do anything without people. Absolutely. In our industry, it's so reliant. It's just impossible. You can, unless, even if you had robotics, Right, people are crucial for the process on the Absolutely. management side and on the on the field level uh, as well. Absolutely, uh, and and the effect is multiplicative because you help one person, that person succeed, that person becomes an example for those around, for their families, for their friends. Everybody wants to improve, and it just gets better overall for everybody. Yeah, it's like a gift that keeps on on giving, right? Exactly. Um, absolutely, I, I I totally agree. What? How long have you been in the in the university in this role? Oh, at FIU in this particular role, I've been four years. Uh, before that, I was a faculty member. This is my 16th year at the Florida International University. Before that, I was with the University of Maryland College Park in uh, Maryland, and because before that, I was in the private industry. <laughs> So it's been a long road. <laughs> a long road. So in, in this time, what has, what's been the sh biggest shift you see with a generation that is entering into the university in the construction management program from, from the time you started, let's say 16 years ago to now, what's the biggest shift in terms of mindset, attitude, desire? What do you see? in not, nothing, not that we're criticizing, right? No, uh, no, There's no right or wrong here, but what do you see is the biggest shift in the generation without? Well, I, I, I think if I compare a student that came into the university 16 years ago, I, I would say that student did not have all the uh, social media and the access to information that the student has today. That student didn't have the technology and applications that we have today. So it will have uh, done more of a manual work in terms of producing estimates or schedules. You know, it was more taking out the drawings, using a highlighter, measuring with a ruler, doing calculations by hand. Whereas today, everything is uh, electronic. You can do on-screen measurements of uh, dimensions and using a spreadsheet to do calculations. So it's a different use of technology. The attitude may have been also different. The student back then was more interested in sitting down, reading books, getting attending the lecture. The student today wants speed, wants everything delivered by video, by audio, by different um, uh, media. They want to take courses online. They want to graduate faster. They want everything done and ready to go. So it's a, it's a different uh, experience and uh, also I think lately what I have seen is the students want to 
come out and be president of the company. They want to be, you know, they want to run before they walk. That's my impression right now. So, you yeah, know, everything has pros and cons. So as we prepare, I mean, we are living in, in a time that changes happen so fast, right? What the innovations are happening really fast. I mean, I, I hear data that the vaccine, the COVID vaccine was actually created in three days, but you know, it wasn't approved that, that they needed to run some tests, but it really, in essence, it was really created in three days. Yes. So what took forever in the past, now it's not. And we're living in a time where everything is about, there's abundance of, and there's an exponential growth. And I guess this is probably what these kids are seeing, right? They see it, they experience it. So they, they ask themselves, maybe, why not my education, right? I don't want to wait forever to have this or, or right. that. And, and so with that, I'm saying, what, how are we preparing as far as our own companies and our education system, our university system to be, to grow in the same speed that the world is growing? That's a, that's a very interesting uh, challenge that we all have in front of us, right? Uh, in, in, in our department in education and in, in construction, we see the answer to that to be more technologically driven, to include more of those tools into our own curriculum. So we have courses in artificial intelligence, we have courses in robotics, we have courses in uh, the use of technology. We implement that throughout the curriculum. So when that person comes out of the program, it's ready to serve the industry at the highest possible level. Yeah, I know FIU has that uh, as an outcome to be able to serve their community. And a lot of the students that go to FIU, like I was one of them, you go to school full time and you also work full time. Absolutely, It's part of the community that FIU has. Maybe it's driven because there's so many, so much immigration here in uh, that so many people from all over the world that come to study at FIU. You have a super diverse community, I would say, and people that, you know, many of us hire to give them internships and, and people that actually go through a process of obtaining work visas to gain more experience in this country. So when you, when you see that diversification, when you see that, how do you see the diverse body, student body in the school today versus 16 years ago? Well, the, the diversity, um, I, I would say it's, it's, it's very much the same. We, we have always been a, um, a school where people go, they get their education, and they go back, uh, they, they, they work during the day and come to get educated at night. That has been the tradition for our program ever since I joined, much before I joined actually. And uh, the, the challenge is for us to provide that training in the afternoon so they can, the people can go work and earn. The diversity has, has been there always, you know, there's individuals from different backgrounds that they want to succeed, that they want to, um, you know, get, get their education and, and, and be productive. It's, um, it's a challenge also for us to provide accommodations in different courses at different times for everybody to fit their schedule. 
So that's why the introduction of these new technologies and the online classes has been a plus. A plus lately. Because they can save some time in commuting. They still at work, they watch a video, they, they interact with the faculty, they can complete their work while they're getting also their education. So, so the diversity and the technology has merged together to produce a solution that helps everybody. Yeah, absolutely, and the speed of things. And the speed of things, yes. And so if you had a, a ton of young people here listening to you, um, maybe they are trying to decide, they are in high school trying to decide what to do, where to go, what would you tell them? Well, I, I always tell them that the construction is a great career to follow that um, I, I try to also tell them construction is not about being, you know, hammering a nail in the sun. Construction is much more than that. Construction has an office side where you do planning, where you look ahead, where you envision what the final project is going to be. Construction has the, the potential of uh, the imagination. You, you need to really visualize what is that you want to build and how to get there so you can account for materials, for labor, for the resources needed. So there is a lot of uh, high brain power that goes into construction. You, you, you can be happy inside an office or you can be very happy outside the office. There is both areas. So an individual can find an environment where he or she feels great and do wonderful work, earn a great living. Absolutely, absolutely. So do you find challenges bringing in these students that come through the pro program and finish the program? Well, we, we find challenges sometimes because um, th there are students who, who find them that construction is not what they want, so they, they move on, on on other areas. We have students who find a, a niche, uh, let's say in safety or in estimating, and after they complete cer certain courses, they decide that they know enough mm. and they move away. So, so that's challenging. Uh, we, but, but the majority of uh, our students, they are committed to their education. So even though they may start taking less courses to accommodate for families and work, related uh, issues, they still um, have the patience and the perseverance to get their degrees. That's interesting. And, and I know you have a program that you, it's like a women's or, or young women camp yes. during the summer to attract more women into, into the construction space. Absolutely. Right, and raise that mm, percentage, low percentage of women entering the, the, the industry. So two things, in your perspective, what prevents women from joining the industry from what you know? And what do you want to accomplish with this program? Well, we, uh, we have about 20% of women uh, in our bachelors and about 30% of women in our masters. So that shows that the uh, professional women is looking for uh, another job. Uh, they may not be coming from a technical perspective. Our master's degree is very flexible, so we accept people from different backgrounds. You don't necessarily have to be an engineer, an architect, or a construction manager to get into construction. 
So I think that um, in the in the master side uh, for women, it's an opportunity to be independent, to have their own business, to have their own say and uh, career opportunities. For the underground uh, undergrad, we have uh, in the bachelors we have the summer camp for girls that is aimed to increase the number of uh, female students coming into construction. How is that? How's that being? Successful in your in your opinion? We've, we've had two camps. They have been very successful. We have girls, you know, coming in very enthusiastic. You see how they they uh, learn and uh, we're just waiting for them to graduate so they can come into construction <laughs> management. But that's a, a good time to target because if you make it fun and I've been in the program, I think I was a speaker in the first program. Yes, they actually is experience what it is about and they kind of fall in love they have a good a good emo emotion uh, around the process and it, it get open it's an eye opener it's an eye opener and i think we, we need to do it with kids boys too yes we, yeah. we do have a, a a summer camp for boys and girls that is uh, aimed to technology thanks to the, uh, a gift from trimble trimble is a large technology company involved in construction they uh, gave us a gift in kind to found uh, uh, Trimble Technology Lab. It's a, it's a computer lab in the college, and we use that to teach students technology in construction. We uh, reach out to the high school. So Chad Moss, Moss Construction, has been a, a, a very influential person and company for FIU. What's the impact that they have? created for you? Well, yes. Uh, Chad Moss is a graduate from our bachelor's program, and uh, he is the president of the Moss Foundation. They gave the university a significant gift to name the Moss School of Construction, Infrastructure, and Sustainability within the College of uh, Engineering and Computing. And the department has, uh, the Moss Department of Construction Management, has uh, been uh, very uh, lucky to have that support from the industry. We have been able to improve our curriculum, increase our faculty, have a, a, a impact on the community and on our students thanks to that gift. Yeah, and as a chair, what has been your biggest challenge? <laughs> My or, biggest challenge? Or maybe not the biggest, but one of the, your biggest challenge or Call it an obstacle. I know you're you do what you do because it's not a it's not a job. It's a it's a gift and it's a passion. Uh, you're you're passionate about what you do. You breathe education and, and impact to students and young people. What's it? But if you had a magic wand, if you if you had somebody that could solve the biggest obstacle that you see today to get you to where you would want to be or where you would want the school to be or the kids to be. What would that be? Well, I, I think if, if I had a, a magic wand that I can change things around, I will, I will increase significantly the number of faculty that we have and the areas that, that we have so we can provide service to a larger population. I think we um, cap the number of uh, students that enroll into the program to maintain a, 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 a good environment and a very high quality education. If we had more resources, we would be able to reach out to more people and provide that same level of outstanding service. Do you, do you find a challenge uh, capturing 
ideal faculty or professors to the program? Well, not really. Uh, we, we have a, a great advantage uh, when you compare our program with other programs in the nation is the location. Miami, it's an ideal location for construction. Wherever you look around, there is construction going on. So we have uh, great weather. We have uh, a beautiful city, beaches, beaches right? We, we live where people want, want to, to come as vacations, e right? Especially so. lately, uh, people have been moving here. Exactly, exactly. So there is no problem for us to, to attract very talented people. The only problem that we have is having enough funding to hire those people. I see, I see. Well, there's a lot of work, so, and, and I think uh, many, many companies are in need of more people that are trained enough to get into, into, to be able to satisfy the demands the projects have. So I'm sure there's people around there that would want to collaborate with FIU. Absolutely. And we want to collaborate with the industry. We're open to collaborate with everybody. And so I'm very grateful for you to be here, for, to share your, your gift and to share your knowledge into the industry. Is there something that I didn't ask you that you would want our listeners to, to hear from you? Well, I, I would like to say to, to our listeners that construction is a wonderful career to be in. Uh, be passionate about what you do. Have uh, persistence, have patience, and achieve your goals. Everything is possible, and construction is a great place to build your future. I agree, and I I also believe construction is transformational. It's uh, it definitely builds resiliency, and uh, and it it invites you to build many many tools of influence and many many tools that you can use in other areas of your life. And so I, I totally agree. It's a, it's a beautiful place to be. Absolutely. You can use the, the, the knowledge that you earn in construction and apply somewhere else. Absolutely. You need to manage projects, estimate schedules, have to be safe, have to produce quality. So all of those, um, all of that knowledge is useful everywhere. Everywhere. Well, thank you very much thank for you. being here. It's a pleasure being here. Thank you so much for inviting me. Thank you. Thank you to our listeners. Uh, we're very grateful for your time and for selecting our time to, to be with us. Thank you so much, so much. Thank you for listening to Thriving in Construction, the podcast with Patricia Benilia. If you enjoyed this episode and you would like to help support the podcast, please share it with others and leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you have any suggestions or any related topics you would like us to tackle in our future episodes, feel free to reach Patricia by sending her a message through the website, anchor.fm slash construction, or find her on LinkedIn. Thanks again, and we'll see you next week here in Thriving in Construction, the podcast. Mm -hmm.